It's time to set out on the pathway to healing and light. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. If you have questions or concerns about your faith journey, if you are struggling or searching for something more, if you are in need of some spiritual direction, our Catholic priests are here to help. One heart at a time. Welcome to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Hi again, everyone. I'm Chuck Knapp. Thank you for joining us on The Inner Life, our program about spiritual direction. And today, the Beatitudes. Uh, We hear in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus saw the crowds, went up on the mountain, and began preaching to them. His Sermon on the Mount, uh, for me, is what I like to call an attitude of being. The simple way for all of us to live our life today, no matter what's going on, if we're living a life of joy, if we uh, might be suffering and our cross is heavy, if we're feeling alone and cut off in this era of social distancing, no matter what's going on in our lives, we can still live the Beatitudes. And we're going to talk about that today. Here to help us on the journey, our spiritual director, back with us once again, Father Vince Guest. Father Vince is a priest in the Diocese of Camden, New Jersey, and pastor of Sacred Heart Parish in Camden. Father Vince Guest, great to have you back. How are you doing today? Hi, Chuck. It's great to be back with you. It's been been a few months, so... uh happy to be with you. Since I uh, talked to you last, uh, I was changed to become pastor here at Circuit Heart Parish. And as uh, our listeners know, it's always a grieving process when a pastor leaves one parish. I was at over yeah. at a leading parish, and now Bishop asked me to take on this assignment in, in Camden, and that's been a great experience so far for me as well. So a lot of blessings uh, since we last spoke, Chuck. So great to be with you again. Well, and thank you for taking time out in uh, what is no doubt a busy day to join us here on on the phone, on the uh, program today. But we're going to talk about the Beatitudes as we do every day. We'll open up our phone lines, inviting you and our listening audience to join us. And um, maybe you have a favorite Beatitude. How do they speak to you today? I always like to point out, I think we all know this. This was a sermon uh, 2,000 years ago, but still speaking to us today. How do the Beatitudes speak to you in your journey of faith? We'll get to all of that. Thank you get those phone lines open here in just a moment. But uh, Father Vince, get us started and uh, just give us an overview of the Beatitudes. Uh, what are they and why are they so important for us? Well, as you mentioned in your intro, Chuck, they are the standard of, of how we're called you know, to live our, our faith. Matthew is, is the, the teaching gospel. You know, we, we all know from scholars that Luke is the gospel of, of mercy and forgiveness, and, and scholars call St. Matthew's gospel the teaching gospel. There's I think his whole gospel is centered around his five teaching discourses, a missionary sermon and a discourse about parables we heard recently in our Sunday Masses, uh, life in the community, the great teaching about the last judgment, the final things in, in Matthew 25, where we're you know, called to feed the hungry and give drink to the thirsty. And of course, Matthew's gospel starts off with a teaching on the Sermon on the Mount, those, those three chapters, five, six, and seven are so, so very important with us. And he's a great teacher. Jesus is presented as a great teacher, fulfilling the role of Moses from the Old Testament. Um, Most scholars believe that Matthew's Gospel, Chuck, was written for a Jewish audience, those early Jewish converts. They describe Jesus as the son of Abraham, son of David, and the new Moses. He's the new Moses. And, of course, as Moses liberated the Israelites from, from slavery, we know Jesus liberates us ultimately from sin and, and death. 
And as Moses was a great teacher, going up to the mountain, giving us those Ten Commandments, so Jesus goes up the mountain by the Sea of Galilee, sits down, which is the posture of a teacher, and as he's sitting, as he sits, he gives us, you know, those those beautiful words of the Beatitudes and the whole Sermon on on the Mount. I was doing some research, uh, and I looked up St. Augustine, Chuck, and St. Augustine called the Beatitudes the perfect standard of the Christian life, the perfect measure of us as a follower of Christ, the norm on how we should live. Not just those Beatitudes, but the whole Sermon on the Mount really is a model for us on how we are called to live our Catholic Christian faith. If you want to know how to follow Jesus, read those five pages in your Bible, those three chapters. It's really the best standard on how to measure you know, how we're doing in following Jesus as his disciple today. And don't think it's just meant for, for saints or don't meant, meant for priests or religious. This Sermon on the Mount that Jesus is giving to us, these Beatitudes, are meant for all of us as his followers, as disciples, not just a chosen few, but for all of us. Not a private morality, but it is really intended to, to inform and structure our whole life. And um, for me, it's really been a model for me, hopefully, God willing, as, as a priest and, and for all of us on how we're called to follow Jesus. Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. Let's open up our phone lines if you'd like to join us. Today, it's a toll-free phone number into the studio, 888-914-9149. Don't forget, you can email us as well, life at relevantradio.com. But as we talk about the Beatitudes, what do the Beatitudes mean to you? And maybe a favorite, maybe one that's very challenging for you. But how do the Beatitudes speak to you today in this 21st century? Again, toll-free if you'd like to join us. 888-914-9149. So, Father Vince, um, talk a, a little bit. We want to get into, uh, you know, all three chapters. I always think of the Beatitudes, and I get uh, to uh, Blessed Are the Poor in Spirit, and then it kind of ends for me. But it's, uh, it's th- well, it's three chapters, and so we want to get into being salt and light, how to pray, and all of those other parts of the Beatitudes. But talk a little bit about just this first part. And I really do. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Can you talk about that a little bit today? Because that um, that is one that uh, continues and really speaks to me in recognizing that, uh, you know, <laughs> this, this is all God's plan. <laughs> I wish I could do more, but I can't. And then my weakness and sinfulness and everything else that's uh, rocking around my little pea brain and heart, um, being poor in spirit, it just speaks so deeply to me. And, and to me, too, Chuck, and I think probably to, to most of our listeners, you know, um, so many people look for security uh, elsewhere in, in the world today. They look for their security in wealth or, or power or possessions or, or honor. But Jesus is calling us to be poor in spirit, to have a spirit of detachment from the world, to find our true joy, our true blessedness and happiness uh, with, with God. Recognize how much we need God in our life. That's what being poor in spirit means to me, to be to recognize in a very humble way when I wake up every morning and go to bed every night and as I live, you know, throughout the day, you know, how much I need God to be that, that poverty in spirit that God guides by my actions, my thoughts, my prayers, my direction, as well as yours and all of our listeners 
throughout the day and how much we need and are dependent upon God. And boy, even more so now in our world today where we're, we're suffering through a pandemic, we're suffering through racial unrest in, in our streets and many of our cities. Uh, we have a you know, very complicated election in a, in a few weeks. And how much more we need to be poor in spirit. It's not about me, Chuck. It's not about who I am, but it's about how, how God infuses my heart and, and my life and how much I need uh, to depend upon our loving God in all the many aspects of, of, of my life and all of our lives. That's what being poor in spirit is. I met many rich people who are poor in spirit, and I met many, many poor people here in Camden who had that same attitude, depended upon God for all their needs. That is being poor in spirit. Well, and as you mentioned, we're living in this pandemic in this really kind of a crazy, chaotic, uncertain uh, 21st century, the year 2020. But when we look at uh, the Beatitudes, uh, talk a little bit about how Jesus really does teach us. He teaches us about anxiety. And then the other side of that, he teaches us to trust in him always. Well, one of the great uh, aspects of the Sermon on the Mount is is that call to prayer, the the Sermon on the Mount is really centered by the, uh, the Our Father. It's, it's uh, chapter 6 in, in the sermon, which is a call to, to prayer, the perfect prayer that we pray many, many times during the course of the day. And then after that prayer, Jesus so very lovingly and, and gently calls us to trust, to let go of anxiety, to let go of worry. Chuck, I'm a worrier. You know, I may have told you that when we spoke <laughs> in, in previous times. But when I put my, my worries upon upon the Lord, upon our, our loving God, when I trust in His love for me and knowing that He will be with me, God will be with me, and has been with me in the past, and will continue to be with me in the future. And this gives me that sigh of, of relief. And I ask our, our listeners to do the same. You know, if they're burdened by, by an anxiety from family life, from financial difficulties during this challenging time of, of a pandemic, uh, sickness that maybe we're facing, grief we may be facing from a loss of a loved one, know that God is with us. As Jesus says in that beautiful sermon, you know, I, I clothe the hills with beautiful flowers, and I, I watch the birds fly, and I know their feathers, and I know your hair on your head. I know the hair that I lost on my head. Uh, God is with us always. He knows us so well. He loves us all the time, and he loves us through our worries and our anxieties. So Amen. hand them over to the Lord. Have that spirit of detachment from the words of the world and let, let Jesus and a loving Father, the Holy Spirit, just capture our hearts and give us the peace that we need. Yeah. And then, Father Vince, can you put, uh, as I like to say, put a little flesh on uh, blessed are they, we hear blessed are the poor in spirit, blessed are they who mourn, blessed are the meek, blessed are they who hunger and thirst for righteousness, and so on. But when he says blessed are they, what does he mean by that? Jesus is, is reaching out to, to all of us. You know, the Beatitudes are, are meant for us as followers of of him, of, of Christ himself. And he's saying, you will be blessed, Chuck. Our listeners who are on, on, uh, on the radio today and listening to us at home, you will be blessed. We are the day, frankly. We are the day. We are the followers of Christ in 2020, as the disciples were following him back in the, in the early centuries. And we are the ones who will be blessed, who will be joyful in heart when we live a life that's, that's merciful 
that's peaceful, that is poor in spirit, that is detached, you know, that, that seeks holiness, hungers and thirsts for righteousness and holiness in our lives. When we live that way, we will be blessed. So we are the they. You know, we, we are the ones God is calling us to, uh, calling us to, to live and follow Christ as he called his early disciples to, and now as he calls us to. And when we do that, we will have that, that blessedness, that happiness, that inner joy that carries through in our daily actions, in our daily life, no matter what we're facing. And when we live the Beatitudes, when we live mercifully and, and, and peacefully and meekly and gently, we have that peace of heart, that blessedness that God wants us to have. Yeah, and then Father Vince, as you're uh, describing all of that, I'm sitting here thinking about uh, certainly the world is so distracting, it is so noisy, and certainly the the rioting and the, the looting and everything else that's going on in some of our cities across the country. And that, uh, to me, can be distracting. And I'm just wondering, do we need to maybe go sit down at the feet of Jesus in these moments and listen to him, let him preach to us as he did so many years ago? Absolutely, we we do, and and I, I tell you, when I in preparing for the show this this past week, I read many times those those three chapters in uh, of, of Matthew's Gospel, chapters five, six, and seven, which is the the Sermon on the Mount that we're talking about today, and how much it gave me peace, and also helped me realize where I need to grow in my faith life as a priest. But we do need to sit down, just like the disciples sat down on that hill in Galilee. And with their anxieties and their worries of a, of a Roman-occupied territory and so much, and I'm sure, happening around them, uh, they heard Jesus preach this. And we need to hear Jesus preach, preach this and touch our hearts as well. St. Ignatius of Leola often encourages us when we read Scripture to picture yourself right, right with, with Jesus, so right in the scene. So that, I think it would be a great exercise for our listeners today. You know, read through the Beatitudes, read through the Sermon on the Mount, probably even take it 10 minutes, and just close your eyes and picture yourself sitting on that hill, that beautiful green grass, the gentle breeze, the Sea of Galilee behind you. Let the words of Jesus touch your heart. The call to be merciful, the call to be, to be gentle, the call not to worry that God is with us, the call to be a people of prayer, to seek, to knock to keep on going to Jesus. And, and when you do that in prayer, I know the Holy Spirit will touch your heart as you touch the hearts of his first disciples and, and give you the peace that we need. But just to be that, to, to read through and to pray with that Sermon on the Mount, in this time, you know, especially in a world which is uh, very troubling, I think would be a great spiritual exercise for for yeah. me, as it has been, and for all of our listeners today. Yeah. Have you, by chance, been to uh, to the Mount there on the northern edge of... Uh... I have been. Let me just jump in here real quick, because as you're describing what you're saying here, I can I can see it because I've been there, too. And can you maybe just take our listeners back to that uh, to that mount on the side of that hill overlooking the Sea of Galilee again and maybe just paint an image for them? And what you said was so it just brought it all back to me. It's just amazing when you're actually there. But can you paint that picture for our listeners today? There are so many, as you know from being there, so many memorable sights and, and, and scenes and smells and, and sounds, you know, of, of the Holy Land. And one certainly was you know, being at the Church of the Beatitudes, as you probably visited. The church, of course, is, is, is built on that hill now. Uh, 
uh, operated by the Franciscans. Uh, I guess my, my picture hearing the Sermon on the Mount before I left, I thought of a, a big mountain. What's, as you know, it's not a big mountain. It's, it's more of a you know, rolling hill, but it sits li- literally right on the shores of the Sea of Galilee, where Jesus himself walked and fished and, and spent time with his friends many, many times. So when I was there and, and, and walking, you know, I just, it was a beautiful day, beautiful sunshiny day. The, it wasn't too hot as it can sometimes be in the Holy Land. It was, in, it was in March, I believe, early March. The grass was very green, very fertile grass. Um, uh, gentle breeze was flowing. I, I recall the Sea of Galilee had a beautiful blue shine to it. And I did just what I, what I just encouraged viewers to do, I, or listeners to do. I just I sat there with other, other pilgrims and, and read the Beatitudes and just heard Jesus speak to me and to my heart as he did to his first followers over 2,000 years ago. But it's, it's quite a scene, and it's very holy. It's, I, I found it to be very, very tranquil and, and peaceful. Um, I remember being, there being a stone blocks that, that reference the Beatitudes as you walk through different pathways. Uh, very holy. I mean, you're you're outdoors, but I found myself, as I'm sure you did, walking on holy ground, and just everyone had a sense of reverence of, of the importance of the place where we were, that Jesus was there, and teaching uh, us as He did them, you know, 2,000 years ago, and and um, well, I can still picture picture that in my mind, and and one of my favorite times was being out on the Sea of Galilee, as you may have done, and, and just being in the boat in Galilee, on the Sea of Galilee, and just picturing and thinking Jesus did the same thing. And much of Galilee hasn't changed. You know, some parts of the Holy Land have changed over the years, but the Sea of Galilee and the surrounding towns and villages are pretty much as they were over 2,000 years ago, thanks thanks be to God. It's not commercial at all. You know, maybe some churches or some things, but uh, it's uh, still a very beautiful and, and tranquil place and a real blessing for me to, to be there and God willing, I'll have the opportunity to, to do that yeah. again. Took me right back there, Father Vince. <laughs> Thank you so much. So we are talking today about the Beatitudes. And uh, what do the Beatitudes mean to you? And maybe a favorite Beatitude or maybe one that's most challenging for you. We'd love to hear that story. But how do the Beatitudes speak to you today in this 21st century? Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. If you'd like to join us, toll-free phone number 888-914-9149. Stay with us. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the relevant radio app. This is today's Gospel reading from the New American Bible. Luke chapter 12, verses 35 through 38. Jesus said to his disciples, Gird your loins and light your lamps, and be like servants who await their master's return from a wedding ready to open immediately when he comes and knocks. Blessed are those servants whom the master finds vigilant on his arrival. Amen, I say to you, he will gird himself, have them recline at table and proceed to wait on them. And should he come in the second or third watch and find them prepared in this way, blessed are those servants. You can find all the daily readings at RelevantRadio.com slash gospel or tap the prayer tab on the Relevant Radio app.
Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. Call in now to share your story with our Inner Life spiritual directors. 1-888-914-9149. That's 1-888-914-9149. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. And welcome back. Thanks for joining us on The Inner Life today. Chuck Neff, along with uh, Nick Schmitz, our producer, Jim Shaper, answering your phone calls today. And if you're just tuning in, Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. Father Vince, a priest in the uh, Diocese of Camden, New Jersey, where he is pastor of Sacred Heart Parish. And we're talking today about the Beatitudes. Phone lines are open if you would uh, like to join us. And as we talk about the attitude of uh, Beatitudes, what do the Beatitudes mean to you? Maybe you have a favorite one, maybe one that's uh, most uh, challenging for you. But how do the Beatitudes speak to you today in this 21st, very crazy, very chaotic, very different 21st century? Toll free if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. Our email address, relevantradio.com. So, Father Vince, I think I would be um, remiss if we didn't talk about uh, the Beatitude, Blessed Are the Peacemakers. Not a lot of peace in our world today. Uh, Very challenging for us. I'm a big believer. If we want peace in the world, we've got to have peace in our own little worlds first. But talk a little bit, if you would, about what it means to be a peacemaker, especially today. Yes, Chuck, thanks for asking that. Because as I was um, praying about the Sermon on the Mount and and particularly the the Beatitudes this past weekend in preparation for, for talking to you and our listeners, that that Beatitude struck me in a very... very hard because I uh, seeing what's happening in, in the world today and, and the need for more peacemakers, you know, to meet the need to have less division within communities and, and families even and, 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 and party politics, you know, how I think Jesus wants us all, Chuck, to, to break down those many barriers which just divide people. And Jesus was a unifier and not a divider. Um, uh, and and I, we need to be that that same type of person. Our Lord is calling us to to respect each other's opinions, of course, but also to unify uh, our, our hearts, regardless of of race or religion or, or politics, and, and to be gentle in our conversations that could also and many times end up in, in conflict, you know, between individuals and and groups. And when we do that, when we are a peacemaker. What does Jesus call us? A child of God, you know, and how beautiful. And, you know, I teach, or I, I'm a pastor of a school, and my previous parish also had a school where it was very diverse. And I saw no racism in, in the school. Children look at each other, you know, as friends. But often, and unfortunately, we learn those uh, racism and, and prejudice as, as we get older. And, and unfortunately, that, that happens to, to children whose hearts are, are so pure and are, are loving and, and are peaceful, sometimes gets broken down by a difficult world that, that we live in. So uh, in this time of, um, of a divide, very divided country, a very divided election approaching, I really would call upon all of us to, to recognize our need to be a reconciler, to, to be a peacemaker in, in your family, in your church, in your workplace, in your school, for those listening from, from schools, not to be a person who spreads rumors and gossip as as Pope Francis often refers to, but to be that, that gentle, loving spirit with, with our own opinions, for sure, and our own strong opinions, absolutely. We can't back down from what we believe in as, as Catholics. 
but to do so in a way that recognizes the dignity of, of all of us. And what the prayer of St. Francis sums it up so, so well, right? Where there's injury, pardon, where there's hatred, to so love, where there is darkness, to so light, you know, to be um, not so much to be understood as to understand. And so I think St. Francis is a good model uh, for all of us, Francis of Assisi, a good model for all of us to be a peacemaker in our families, in our churches, and, and, and certainly to be children of God as, as Jesus is calling us to be. Well, we talk about the Beatitudes, Father Vince, and uh, we talk about uh, being peacemakers, but also uh, it says, blessed are the merciful. And so as we uh, we uh, talk about the Beatitudes, certainly being merciful, all part of the challenge for us, especially in um, in in these kinds of times. Yeah, and uh, merciful is, is someone who I think um, recognizes the hurts of, of another, you know, to recognize the hurts of another. I remember my, my mom and dad used to say to us when we were growing up, if we would say something about a neighbor or some, somebody else, you know, that, wasn't un, that was unkind, my mom and dad would always say, you never know what burden another person is carrying in their life. So, you know, be kind. Don't, don't be speaking harsh about, about so-and-so. You never know what burdens they are carrying. And, or we would often say, you know, you never get to walk in another person's shoes. And it's so true. You know, um, as we walk the streets or see someone in a parish who may be angry or may treat us coldly, you know, we don't know what burdens they're carrying in their heart. So because we're called to be merciful to, towards, to all people, to show that compassion and, and forgiveness to um, all the people we encounter in life is really being a child of God and really being a disciple that Jesus is calling us to, to be, that the kind heart, compassionate heart, forgiving heart, even when it's hard to do that, you know, and that's, that's what Jesus is calling us to, uh, to be, to recognize all other's burdens and to pray with them, to pray for them, and not to be so judgmental, but, but, to, but to have that kind, gentle, merciful heart. Yeah. Father Vince Guest, our spiritual director, talking about the Beatitudes today. Let's uh, take a phone call for you, Father Vince and Joseph, listening in Sacramento. Thanks for the call. Doing good, Father. Um, my, the, uh, the reason why I called Father was to share my experience with the sacraments and my faith and how it played a, still plays a role in my struggles, so to speak, and versus traditional psychiatric treatment. So I've been a psychiatric patient father since 1997. Um, and through the years, and I still am one, but through the years of, you know, talk therapy, cognitive behavioral therapy, acceptance commitment therapy, uh, exposure therapy, through years of that, I still, Father, can honestly say that my faith is probably... And my belief in what you said a while ago, Father, is what I've been doing without really realizing that turning all my anxieties, all my thoughts, whether how troubling these thoughts are and how intense these feelings are, I turn them over to Christ rather than turning to the bottle or the pill or things like that. And I'm in my 50s now, Father, and Mm -hmm. through the decades of using confession confession as uh, my healing, so to speak. I want to say that 
my faith, Father, has probably done more healing. It's not, the problem is not taken away, but that peace I get every time I sit in front of the Blessed Sacrament, where I let out, mentally let out, everything that bothers me from the biggest thing to the littlest thing. And then for some strange reason I cannot put in words, Father, I walk out of there most of the time, maybe not all the time, but most, with a peace I cannot explain, a peace that none of my counselors can give me. And so I wanted to share that, Father, that uh, uh, believing, even, even at times, Father, I tell Jesus, Jesus, here I am again, how hard it is, Lord, to believe to try to talk to you without seeing anything. But yet, Father, I walk out of there with the peace and the, none of my friends or the world can give me. I have no explanation. Joseph, what a beautiful, beautiful testimony of, of, of your faith. Um, and thank you for sharing that with, with me. You, you really uh, enhanced my, my faith as a priest and, and I'm sure all, all of our listeners. Um, we, know, we all know the importance of you know, of, of medical and, and the science that goes around with uh, folks dealing with, with anxiety and, and, and mental distress, and you're taking advantage of, of all that, which is wonderful. Um, but also, and, and especially, uh, let me just uh, tell, say how um, profoundly uh, moved I am by your recognition of, of the Lord moving in your heart. And uh, Joseph, what, all I kept thinking of is the words of Jesus has touched your heart. All those were all those times in the Beatitudes where Jesus says, "Blessed are they," and Chuck mentioned, "Who are they?" Chuck, Joseph is they. <laughs> Blessed are you, Joseph, for for trusting in Jesus. Blessed are you for striving to be a person of mercy. Blessed are you, Joseph, for for being a person who 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 lives your faith. Blessed are you for being a person of prayer. Blessed are you who who. This, extends your burdens and your cares and worries upon upon Jesus because you will be satisfied. You will have that peace of your heart. You know, Joseph, you are a perfect example of, of, of a person striving to live the Beatitudes and having Jesus touch your heart by doing so. So, I mean, I'm, I'm touched by, yeah. by your testimony, and, and you are certainly... Uh, um, will be in my prayers, and, and I thank you for the example that you showed me, and, and I'm sure all of our listeners, yeah, that those indeed. who suffer from mental anxiety or any kind of illness, when you turn to Jesus to, to help with that, it's really the, uh, it means so much you know, to us as followers, and, and uh, this, let me just say one more time, blessed are you, Joseph, you know, for sharing that with us. Yeah. Joseph, uh, God bless you. I'm so glad you called in today. Thank you uh, for joining us. And um, uh, Father Vince, he, he brings up confession, and we're talking about the Beatitudes. Uh, I presume that the, um, that the Beatitudes can help us uh, in confession. Well, absolutely, they, they can, uh, Chuck. I, I mean, there's a story around that. I remember when I was um, first ordained as a priest, you know, I'm only a priest eight and a half years, I, I think I told you. But I remember one time we were preparing for a, a penance service, either Advent or, or Lent, and a, a person or person came to me and said, "Hey, Father Vince, you know, I'll, I'll go to the penance service, but I never know what to confess. You know, I 
he kind of smiled. He said, I haven't murdered anybody, and I haven't robbed any banks. I'm, I'm faithful to my wife. You know, I never know what to confess when I go to confession. So I said, well, do me a favor. Go home tonight or sometime this week and just read three chapters from Matthew's Gospel. Read chapters 5, 6, and 7 of Matthew's Gospel. Read um, the Sermon on the Mount. Think about them. Think about what Jesus is calling you to do and, and how to live. And then next week, let's have another conversation about, about that and see, you know, let's, let's talk again. So sure enough, this, this person came back to me. Hey, Father Vince, I, I did what you, told, what you told me to do. I said, great. You know, how are you feeling? He said to me, Father, last week, I didn't know what to confess. I come back to you this week, and I hope you have a lot of time because I'll be here for two hours. You know, cause I, I read the Sermon on the Mount, and I realized how much I've fallen short of what Jesus is calling me to do. It's more than about murder and stealing. You know, and Jesus is teaching me not to be angry, not to be lustful, and all those many aspects of the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes included, that, that teach us um, how to truly be a faithful follower. And, and so with that story, uh, just to build upon your, your question, you know, I think the Sermon on the Mount, the Beatitudes in particular, but the whole sermon would be a wonderful way for our listeners to uh, reflect and to examine their conscience. That's something I do. You know, how am I, how am I uh, a peacemaker? How am I being merciful towards others? Uh, am I being gentle and kind towards others in my, in my life? Uh, am I a person of prayer? Do I trust? Do I, do I have anxiety that's needless? Where's my treasure? Where's my heart? Is it with material possessions or is it with, with you, dear God? You know, all the many aspects that we hear in those, those five pages of the Bible can be a wonderful starting point for an examination of conscience and, and an opportunity, you know, to, to grow in our faith. Do I give bombs? Am I generous? Do I fast at times, you know, appropriately? Am I a person of prayer? Do I do things for show? Or do I go to my Father in secret and, and, and pray, you know, humbly? All those many aspects that Jesus is calling us to in the sermon are a perfect, um, I think, a perfect way for us to prepare for the sacrament and to help us to receive God's mercy and grow our hearts closer to, to the Lord. And it's something I say to my parish here at, at Sacred Heart. We're called to conform our hearts to the heart of Jesus. And if you want to conform your heart to the heart of Jesus, turn to the Sermon on the Mount, and you're going to get the perfect uh, boilerplate of, of how to live our lives. Yeah. Great story. And uh, Joseph, thanks uh, for joining. It's a pleasure to have you on the program today. Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. We're talking today about the Beatitudes. What do the Beatitudes mean to you? Maybe a favorite one, one that's most challenging, but how do the Beatitudes speak to you today in this uh, 21st century? Toll-free number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-9149. We'll get to some phone calls when we come back, but you're listening to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Inner Life Show or email us innerlife at relevantradio.com. This is The Inner Life on Relevant Radio. 
Thanks for joining us. Good to have all of you with us on The Inner Life today. If you're just uh, tuning in, Father Vince Guest is our spiritual director. Father Vince, a priest in the Diocese of Camden, New Jersey, pastor of Sacred Heart Parish uh, there in Camden, talking today about the Beatitudes. And uh, phone lines are open. A little bit of time left if you'd like to join us. And um, your story of the Beatitudes, uh, how do they speak to you today? Toll-free number if you'd like to join us, 888-914-914. Four nine, and I want to get to a phone call. But just a reminder: two weeks from today, uh, this big, big election coming up, and I just want to remind you about Father Rocky's new ebook, "Vote Your Conscience." This will help you learn how to form your conscience around truth, beauty, goodness, and Catholic teaching, and then to use your well-formed conscience in all areas of your life to make moral choices and areas of your life like voting. And um, the ebook uh, from Father Rocky is free. All you have to do is go to Relevant Radio dot com slash vote. You can also sign up on the relevant radio app. And then once you uh, download your copy of Vote Your Conscience, we would invite you to invite your family and friends to sign up and get their own copy. This uh, knowledge is meant to be shared. Again, free copy of Vote Your Conscience. You can get it today. Relevantradio.com slash vote or also on the relevant radio app. All right, Father Vince Guest, our spiritual director. Let's head back to the phones as we talk about the Beatitudes today. Amber Rose, listening in the uh, Chicagoland area. You're up next. Uh, Thanks for the call. Thank you for waiting, and welcome to the program. Hi. uh, Thank you for having me. I just wanted to share a story when I was in high school. So when I was in high school, I was away from the church for eight years. I was baptized Catholic. I I was raised Catholic. And um, due to the secular world, I just fell away from the church. Um, I recently came back the last two years, and when I did come back, I really struggled with telling people I was Catholic and not just Christian, like, you know, because we are Christians, but I struggled telling them that I was Catholic because um, I I knew how much the world kind of hated us in a sense um, because of all the misconceptions that are out there. And I wasn't sure how to handle it because I was on social media a lot and um, I'm a social media influencer. And so when I was like, okay, I need some expert help in this. I went to my priest, um, and he gave me the Beatitudes. Um, He told me to read them. And so I did, and instantly I was just like set back on fire for my faith. I started telling everybody I was Catholic, no matter if they agreed with me or if they didn't. I was just, I just put it out there. I was like, I'm not ashamed. I'm unapologetically Catholic. And I think the Beatitudes can really help that younger generation, um, understand like they hated Jesus first, you know, and so we should expect nothing less. And I think they're just really important. Amber Rose, uh, well, uh, what a beautiful story. And, and I'm so happy you, uh, you made your way back to the church. You know, your, your journey, Amber, is, is not unusual, you know, where, where folks drift away, as you said so well, you know, from influences from the world or, or other young people or, 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 or adults, for that matter, who uh, may try to take us away from from our faith and we live in a very in a very much of a culture that doesn't support that i know and you know well and so god bless you for uh for for listening and and having jesus touch your heart you know and, and leading you back to the practice of the faith and what a great example yeah. i'm sure you are and what you lived was was blessed are those who are persecuted for for righteousness sake you know, for there is the kingdom of heaven. You know, you live the Beatitudes, and that's why I'm sure they they touched your heart in, in a very real, real way. Yeah. Um, bless yeah, those Amber- who 
who suffer because of the cause of right, which you try to, uh, you know, live in your life. And, and you suffered some of that, but you, you live through that. And, and now you are a great example, I'm sure, to many. Yeah. And Amber Rose, I'm curious, was there one particular beatitude that probably or maybe spoke to you the most during that journey? Yeah, I had, um, gosh, I mean, they all were really important to me, but I think the one that spoke to me the most was blessed are the peacemakers for they will be called the children of heaven. I had a really big anger issue in my teens. I went through a lot of bullying. I was angry at everybody. And um, I don't know, I'm just kind of at peace now. You know, I kind of just want to help people and um, not, you know, not start fights. I want to educate people, but I don't want to start, you know, arguments and stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. That one really kind of spoke to me. Hmm. Yes, absolutely. In in today's day and age, as I mentioned uh, Uh, previously, even more so. um, Yeah, you're, you're living the Beatitudes, and I think, you know, you... Have taught me something. You know, we have young adult groups here in our parish and in our diocese, and I think uh, forming a young adult group around uh, uh, the teachings of the Beatitudes and around the teachings of the Sermon on the Mount, um, I'm going to think very hard uh, to do. You know, because they obviously touched your heart and were very influential in your renewal of your, of your faith. So, thank you for sharing that yeah. and helping me to to find ways to uh, touch the hearts of, of others who. Who are searching in our world today? Uh, who are who are maybe um, out on on the fringes of our, of our faith and need to be brought back in again? And no doubt, the uh, teaching of, of of Jesus and the Beatitudes and the entire sermon can help people uh, come back to that great faith that we share. Yeah, Amber Rose, uh, thanks uh, for joining us. And uh, Father Vince, uh, the Beatitudes talk about anger, don't they? Uh, he says, I say yeah. to you, whoever is angry with his brother will be liable to judgment. So lots of um, uh, five, six, and seven, these chapters in the Gospel of Matthew. But he talks very clearly about anger as well, doesn't he? He, he does, and, and, and Jesus calls us to, to a higher standard, you know, of, 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 of living. And, and as I said earlier, it's the perfect measure of, of being a follower of Christ. You know, the Old Testament speaks about thou shalt not uh, kill, shalt not murder. And what does Jesus teach us, you know, in, in the Beatitudes or in, in the Sermon on the Mount? Don't even be angry with your, with your brother, with your sister. You know, let go of the anger and, and, and be that peacemaker, be that, that gentle spirit, that... Uh, that can help reconcile families and help reconcile communities. It's it's a call to a higher standard than what Moses taught, for sure. It fulfills what Moses taught, and it helps us to really follow Jesus in, in a more perfect way. Father Vince Guest, our spiritual director, talking about the Beatitudes, and let's head back to the phones. And Janelle, listening in Maine. Hi, Janelle. Welcome to the program today. Thanks for having me on. I was just I'm kind of have fallen away from the church just because there's no confession available. And so I just, I miss it a lot. Like I am relevant radio all the time, but it's still, there's an absentee there of not having a sacrament. So you're, you're not able to, to get to confession, uh, Janelle, because of the, uh, the pandemic? Correct. There is no confession. Correct. Okay. Well, you know, and that's unfortunate, you know. Um, I guess I'd encourage you, if you could call uh, your, your pastor and, and maybe ask your pastor if, if that could be available for you. Uh, some churches, uh, most churches, I think, are, are open for confessions now. 
and certainly most priests would, if they received a call from a parishioner, would, would do their best to make themselves available. I know Maine's a big state, and I know um, parishes are, are very far apart in, in, in the state of Maine, so that could be that could be certainly an, an issue. Um, but don't let that um, uh, bring it down, because our Lord is merciful. And if it's, if it's truly not available for you, and, and even though you want to make your best efforts to do that, I encourage you to make a good acting contrition to examine your, your conscience. Uh, the next time you can, certainly you need to confess serious sins and, and, and mortal sins with, with a priest, and hopefully that could be available for you uh, at, at some point, maybe by making a phone call. But um, but just know God's mercy is, is with you. I mean, you know that you have that desire to receive forgiveness, and the Lord knows your heart. And so let, that, let the mercy of Jesus flow into your heart, and God willing, the next time uh, you'll be able to receive confession if you're able to, to get out of the house. Maybe you're not able to get out of the house because of a, of a condition, or um, if a priest could come to visit you, or you could have a neighbor or a friend drive it to a local church, you can receive the sacrament um, in its fullness, you know, by, by having the absolution of a priest. But Jesus is with you. God's with you through this challenging time. It's a hard time for many who can't get the Mass. Many many of our um, prisoners with jeopardized health aren't coming to Mass, and most, if not all, dioceses are dispensing, dispensing that obligation for now. I know we are here in Camden. And so it's a very challenging time for our faith, for sure. And you're feeling that. And, and I'll keep you, Janelle, in my prayers. And just know we have a God who loves us, who is by your side. All the more important to, to, to pray for your devotions, for your rosary, all those little acts of, of prayer and love of God that you can make while at home. And God willing, you'll have that opportunity for sacramental confession uh, in a short while. Yeah. And uh, Janelle, if I might ask, uh, are you able to uh, listen to that? Uh, we have Mass here starting on the network here in about uh, three minutes. And uh, But are you able to listen to Mass online or maybe stream a Mass from your local parishes or for some uh, some other place in the country? Yes, I have three radios in my house playing relevant radio. So if I leave a room, I don't miss anything sad. <laughs> so, yes, twice a day, Mass, yes, with Father, and both rosaries. And, yes, definitely, it's been my lifeline. I don't know what I do. I don't have cable television. I don't want cable television and, you know, very little Internet. And so, mm-hmm. Yeah, just just the radio and just relevant radio, and and it's it really has been truly a blessing. I, I don't know where I'd be if okay. I didn't have that constant someone talking to me about God all the time. Good. Well. Well, and J- Janelle, you know, God bless you. And uh, Father Vince, uh, it's not the same, but it's some connection, and uh, it can all help right. us uh, stay rooted, can it? I really can, and thank God we have these mediums like Relevant Radio and other mediums in our country that allow folks like Janelle and many, many others, Janelle, you're not alone, who really miss the uh, the sacraments. And, and thank God we have some, some ways to connect. Uh, not, not the same, as you said, but, but it's a way to stay connected to God. And, uh, and I just encourage you to continue that, and God willing, you'll be able to get back to the sacraments uh, uh, shortly, Janelle. And please yeah. be assured of, of, of my prayers for you. 
Yeah. Janelle, God bless you. Uh, thanks uh, for joining us on the program today. Uh, Father Vince Guest, uh, great job today. Now, we have to do the Beatitudes again because I didn't get to salt and light or narrow gate or anything. So we'll do it next time when you come back. We'll continue the discussion. Okay. But uh, time to wrap things up. And uh, we'd like to close with a final blessing for all of our listeners. Lord Jesus, help us to be your disciples as we follow the teachings you gave to us in the Sermon on the Mount. Help us to be totally dedicated to God alone, to be a person of prayer, sacrifice, peace, and selfless service to others. And may mighty God bless you, Chuck, and all of our listeners, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Father Vince Guest, a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today. Stay tuned for the Mass. We're back again tomorrow. Hope to see you then.